just goes to show that live action can actually be better than the source material. And we're going to talk all about it as we cover the live action version of Alita Battle Angel this week on Shonen and Suds. We're back! We're back. <laughs> we are back for the Cinco de Mayo. Well, I guess Quattro de Mayo, but we're close enough. They're gonna they're gonna get their Cinco de Mayo fixed this week on Shonen and Suds. That, that is right, Chris. Pretty soon we're gonna take off our Star Wars T shirts and break out the margarita mix because Cinco de Mayo right, is right. tomorrow. You know, today is May the fourth, of course. Uh-huh. Um, May the fourth be with you. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 you know what I'm talking about here. Uh, but Chris, obviously, oh, do. we do got to talk about one quick little housekeeping thing at the top of this thing. Um, yes. We said last week we were going to cover Suzume this week. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Uh, Suzume showings are uh, <laughs> slim pickings. Let's just say that. Yeah, because yeah, I, I actually looked, um, and they were always, it was only on the weekdays at like 3 in the afternoon. I just can't cut out of work to go to a movie. Like, I'm just going to go take a two-hour lunch break and come back, you know? Um, I was kind of hoping yesterday I would have gotten out early enough. Because um, um, I, I work for a ticket broker, um, and if there's sometimes if there's nothing to fulfill, um, you know, I get to skedaddle early. Now, I'm on salary, so it doesn't, like, affect my pay or anything. But, like, I was like, cool. Hopefully, today will be one of those days where I can get out and go check Suzume. Nah, it didn't happen. So... But, uh, you know, we had the backup plan, Cody. We were going to cover the live-action Alita anyway. But, but Cody, you know, we're going to talk about it in the news. You actually did get to go see it. Yeah, I decided, you know, I, I was dashing, uh, what was it? I guess two nights ago now that I think about it. Uh-huh. And I, I'd been eyeing the showings kind of all day. And uh-huh. I, it's at the wonky theaters. I had to go to the fucking Chesterfield Mall, which... Anybody who's from Missouri, like, we're just watching all of our malls just slowly die out. I don't know if that's how it is everywhere, but... Oh, okay, that's exactly how it is everywhere. Like, we've got malls around here. I have to go off on a tangent about the, uh, the, the, just the end of the American mall. Um, that's how it is around here. There's malls, like, there's one, up, there's one up the street from us about 10 minutes away next to the Texas Roadhouse that we love to eat at. Um, which it's weird, because the mall, half of it has been demolished. The other half is like there's like one home goods anchor store that is like hanging on for dear life, brother. It's like the only store there. It's the, but across the parking lot. I was gonna say it's the, it's the what? Cabela's at the St. Louis Mills, Chris. It's dude. Like, it's the it's the only one. Like the, the the St. Louis Mills was supposed to be like the future of malls when I was a kid. Like it was like the mm-hmm. greatest thing to happen to Missouri. Like. And now it's just like a. I think they're renting it for office space, and there's a Cabela's, and that's it. Like, oh wow, <laughs> the greatest thing to happen to St. Louis since Kurt Warner, <laughs> literally. But, but brother, yeah, like the mall's dilapidated, and then there's another one that they've torn down half of it. And now they've got like high rise, like trendy condo apartments in this place. So we took the long way to get there, but yes, that is. That is the state of most malls. Now you might have like an outdoor, like an outdoor boutique mall. Those are still kind of thriving, but yeah, regular but- ass mall like with like Babbage's and like Hot Topic. I said Babbage's, I fucking you know GameStop, pardon me, and like Hot Topics and shit. Yeah, and Journeys. Yeah, those don't fucking exist anymore. Pardon me. Hey, Chris, you know, I still try to go to Journeys to buy my Vans that I, you know, the only pair of shoes <laughs> I ever fucking buy. Um, True. But, but yeah, so, like, the mall by me is still, like, mm-hmm. I, w- I wouldn't say thriving, but it's surviving. 
<laughs> surviving. And I'm not trying to spit rhymes over here, but here we are. Um, mm-hmm. I had to roll out to the Chesterfield Mall. I'd been eyeing the showings all day. There was one like oh, at some theater all the way by Forest Park. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not driving all the way down there. And then it was an 8:20 showing. I, I finished mm-hmm. a DoorDash and I was I was on the high like on the same highway that would take me to Chesterfield and I was like, ah, let's do it. Why not? Fucking. There you go. I respect it. And Chris, you know, before we even get to the movie, Chris, it was an AMC theater. I don't usually go to AMC theaters. Um, I kind of try to stay away from them because they don't do like they don't do the good. They don't have the five dollar Tuesday there. And if they do, I don't oh, know about brutal. it. So. I'm a Marcus Warenberg guy, which is like a, mm-hmm. it might be a local thing here. I don't know. Um, is that a theater chain? Yeah, it used to be called just Warenberg. Um, yeah, we don't and, have that here. That must and, be a regional thing. And then Marcus bought them out, and now they're just Marcus Warenberg. They're basically the same. Everything's the same, except they got rid of the super catchy jingle at the beginning of the movie, um, which, you know, just pissed That's everybody why. off. Like, it's just like the worst mistake they probably ever made. But Oh, brutal. It kept $5 Tuesdays. That's the important thing. Um, but yes. since it was an AMC theater, Chris, we had Coke on deck. They had the big fancy Coke machine. Oh. And we're not talking about cocaine, folks. We're oh, talking about Coca-Cola. <laughs> oh, man. The, the fucking the, the, the relic of the past when it comes to movie theaters. Because Regal said, go fuck yourself. We're doing Pepsi. Um, we have a small cinema around here called Bowtie that they're the only one that does Coke. I, I think we, the AMC, because we have like, we have an AMC like dine-in theater here. One of the ones like, you know, you can like sit down, mm-hmm. press the button, server come, one of those things. And that's owned by AMC. And th- I believe they have Coke, but that one's on like the ass side of town. So I don't ever go over there. Um, but I mean, I mean, I may have to. Um, and that was actually the theater that was showing Susan May, oddly enough. Um, but it was at three in the afternoon. You lucky devil. They were trying to give you a nice large Coke with your popcorn, and you were like, I gotta work. I, I wanted got... <laughs> it. I know. Um, I wanted it. But yeah, so, you know, the movie, um, it's great. I'm not going to spoil much about it. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing I will say if, is if you're going to see the movie, do some research on 311. Um, and mm-hmm. not, not the band. Yeah, not the band. Um, you know, you want to. I'm talking about the, <laughs> the earthquake and tsunami that happened in Japan uh, in March of 2011, uh, which I mm-hmm. did not know nearly enough about. Um, mm-hmm. 2011, and I was in high school, so, you know, my, my brain was in other spots at that point. Um, <laughs> but uh, there, there's a lot of like, imagery and, like, things that, like, even if you look at the photos of, like, the, mm-hmm. the like, catastrophe that it was. Um, that like compare to that, like, like, like almost shot for shot. Like there's a, there's a scene where there's like a boat on top of a building and that's like oh, a wow. famous image from that. Um, so they, they use a that's lot really of that. Cool. Obviously Makoto Shinkai, you know, he, he knows his formula. Like we've been over, it's just disasters and romance is what he's. Oh man. That's, that sounds like a name of a great like album. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure it's, you know, we might have to trademark that after the episode, Chris. Dude, that, that's, that's, the, that's the Garage Gang's album. That's, that's the album we're putting out, Disasters and Romances. That is right. Um, but yeah, the movie is fantastic. It's it's a little long, but... Because mm-hmm. I think it clocked in at just under two... Or just over two hours, so... It's a bit long, but, you know, that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. We'd rather have a longer movie than, you know, 55 minutes of Alita Battle Angel just breakneck pace. Um, right. And, and Tell my, me a story. Yeah. Um... Yeah, great movie. Um, and Chris, you know we're we're getting too far ahead of ourselves, man. 
You know, we, we've changed yeah. plans. We're, we're not covering Suze May this week. We're covering Alita Battle Angel. But, you know, Chris, one plan doesn't change, and that's the fact that we are back for another episode that's of Shonen right. and Suds. Guys, I am Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams. And once again, like you said, put it so eloquently, Shonen and Suds, Cody, and we're covering another, another live action this week. And it's a damn good one. Yeah, it's, I mean, spoilers, it's probably the best. Probably the best. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the rankings, Chris. I posted yours in the Discord if you need those. Thank um, you, thank you. I think it's the best. No. no yeah, I, say, I I don't think there's a... I genuinely don't think there's a, a question as to where this is going on the rankings. Because, I mean, it's... I mean, we're talking... This is... I mean, this is... This is Hollywood finally... I, I, I'm sure there were some people out there that were just like, But, um... But... This movie was done like this was like a, a really good Hollywood treatment of an anime property, and this is that rare occasion, Cody, where I genuinely think that this is better than the anime. Now, I haven't read the manga, so I don't know how true it is to the source material. But Cody, they give us two hours, a little over two hours actually, tell us a fantastic story, has an amazing cast, and like visually, it's very appealing to look at. Yeah, I mean, now now it is kind of unfair to compare it to some of these other films we've covered because mm-hmm. I would say the only one that even comes close, and it's not close mm-hmm. it, as far as budget goes, would be the Cowboy Bebop mm-hmm. uh, series because uh, this is coming from Robert Rodriguez and James Cameron. They, they, I mean, they spent you know hundreds of millions of dollars to produce this movie, um, mm-hmm. so obviously, like the visuals are going to be better than everything. Um, but I, I think just. I think they tell just, you know, all the money and stuff aside, I think they tell a better story than what the anime portrayed. Um, uh-huh. It gets double the runtime, of course, so that's going to factor in. But Chris, I, I was, I was, I was pleasantly surprised when I watched this. Um, yeah, and yeah, yeah, and it just, it just was one of those things that, like, especially now because I hadn't watched the anime in a very long time, but you know, me and my wife saw Alita. We, we saw it in theaters when it came out back in like the beginning of 2019, which again, feels like a fucking lifetime ago. Ah, uh, yes. The greatest year of and, all time, Chris. Yeah. I, right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. But like, and now that I've watched them both, right. It's just, it's, it's a no contest. Like this movie's very good. Like it's just, it's a great story. It, it's paced very well. You know, I'm never, I was never lost. They, they built up where they needed to build up. They, they sped up when they needed to speed up. They slowed down when they needed to slow down. Just, just a good movie, man. Just a good, solid flick. Yeah, definitely the pacing was right on the money. Cause I, I you know, obviously mm-hmm. we're coming from, you know, leaving the Autobahn going like fucking 300 miles an hour. Now we're in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is just like like you said, like they expanded on certain parts, um, mm-hmm. which I I enjoyed. Like I think I don't think I have really any any gripes. The only gripes I have is you know they kind of leave it. It's very open ended for like sequels and things like that. Which you know James Cameron's gonna James Cameron. You know nothing wrong with that. He, he he's gonna spend a lot of money to make a lot of money. I can't blame him. Um, exactly. This movie made some good money. Like they definitely made some money. Oh, definitely. Um, and there, and Chris, we even have some some recent news as of literally last month. 
Um, I know yeah. we were wondering if the algorithm was just throwing Lita at us because we've probably been Google searching it a ton. Um, but it seems like... Yeah, there's a sequel. Yeah, the sequel's in development. There had been rumors and things for for a while uh-huh. between Robert Rodriguez and James Cameron. Um, uh-huh. Apparently at one point they did a blood oath saying they were going to... Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. They weren't going to like... <laughs> they were always going to make a sequel, so it seems to be in development. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm interested. I'll go see it in theaters. I don't mind. Yeah, I'll be in, man. I mean, because if it's even like half as good as this one, they're 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 already ahead of the curve. Because, like we said, like we've said many a times, Cody, and it's it's always held sway or held sway as we've watched these live action movies. For the most part, they're not great. Like some are better than others, but they always seem to fumble on the fucking goal line. You know what I mean? Whereas this one, one, I mean, you could argue that because it's left open-ended and clearly the story's not finished, you could argue they fumbled on the goal line. But I think the fact that we're told a, a solid story from start to finish, that they don't. They, they get in, Cody, and they score the six. They, um... Yeah. So... And I actually... And it just makes me want to see the second one. Yeah, and when, when we actually get to, like, the review part, uh, I'll definitely touch on the ending, because mm-hmm. I, I actually like it a lot better... You know, I, in general, I like this film better than the animated one, but yeah, especially the ending. Um, but we'll yeah. get, we'll get into that. Um, we do got a little bit of news, Chris. Um, mm-hmm. outside of you know saying goodbye to Susan May in the theaters. Um, yeah, oh, I missed it. You missed it. It's, un- it's unfortunate. And there's there there was some good moments in the theater that I think made the theater experience worth it. Like, mm-hmm. without spoiling, like there's earthquakes that happen in the movie. Um. And, and you can feel the rumble in the theater. The rumble, Fuck. And I think that's one of those things that you, you only get kind of in a theater. Um, yeah, unless you've got a home theater with crazy fucking surround sound wall, you know, all the, the all the fucking works. You're probably not going to get that same feeling. So yeah, that's that's pretty uh pretty unfortunate. I'm going to miss that. That's right, Chris. Whenever Fuck. you whenever you watch it at home, just like shake the couch or something. You know, like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, just hold a fart for that part, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, as far as news goes, Chris, I did get to see a trailer for the Saint Seiya live action movie. Oh, really? wait, 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 hold on now. Now, now, you know, forgive me, um, Saint Seiya fans. Cause I don't know about Saint Seiya at all. I was just watching this oh, trailer wow. and I was like, I was like, is this Saint Seiya? Cause I had heard like rumblings on anime news network that there was a Saint Seiya live yeah. action on the way. Then it said Knights of the Zodiac, and I was like, "I'm pretty Knights sure." Knights of the Two. I'm like, "I'm I'm pretty sure that's still Saint Seiya." And it turns out Saint Seiya, like the the sub name is Saint Seiya Knights of the Zodiac. So I'm like, "Oh, okay, okay." Um, it, it didn't look horrendous. Um, but again, it's a, it's an anime live action movie, so it's right. You know, w- with this one exception, we're going to talk about today. They're they're usually yeah. pretty bad. Um. And I, I and you know, except for like Parasite and Erased and a couple others, but I got to see a trailer for that. That was the only like anime-related trailer, unfortunately, uh, during Suzume. Right. The rest was just like you know your standard movie. You know, they showed like Flash and you know all the forty-seven superhero movies coming out. But oh, of course, of I kinda, course. I kind of wish there was more anime previews, um, which I. I 
I don't know. Maybe those are just starting to go away because I feel like when I when I went and saw anime movies before, I would see like at least like a couple Funimation previews, and maybe that's just because it's Funimation on certain you know certain flicks. Um, yeah, not. No, that's quite possible. But yeah, outside of that, um, we did get confirmation that the One Piece live action is going to be eight episodes at least for this first season. I'm sure there's more on the way as long as it does successful mm-hmm. and doesn't Cowboy Bebop. Um, you know, should it should be a hit thing, I would imagine, Chris. But we didn't see Buggy the Clown on the cast, oh, that's so a, that's your mistake. There's red flags are up. <laughs> um, you know, Buggy is a as a as a fan favorite character, and that might be a big mistake. Maybe they're keeping him secret. You know, maybe it's a maybe he's the post credit scene where he shows up, and then you know, Bill type for season two, whatever the case may be. Um, but if if we get to the credits of that and he's not in there, uh, it's dead on arrival. It is fucking yeah. dead on arrival. It, it will be Cowboy Bebop two. Like they, they will That's be right. over there in the graveyard of things that could have been. Um, That's right. That's right. <laughs> Brutal. But yeah, you know. So uh, fingers. I hope it's good. Uh, looking mm-hmm. at the cast, it's. I, I've seen all of these characters. I know all of these characters, so I'll be able mm-hmm. to watch it, which I'm excited about. Uh, as far yeah. as as far as my One Piece journey goes, I'm very far behind schedule. I'm on episode like 180 something, so I'm I'm slacking fully on that. But I have also been anime slacking, um, just you know, ever since coming back from Florida. Because also too, um, you know, me and my wife are moving in like three weeks. We're moving to a nice little townhouse, so you know the the, the living sitch. Oh yeah, the living sitch is getting better. So we're just busy, just busy, busy, busy since I got back from Florida. Um, but, you know, there's always time to watch at least what I need for the cast. So I've, I've actually been really glad we've been doing movies these last couple weeks. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I definitely agree, too, because <laughs> just, just busy bees out here, Chris. That's what we are. Um, trying to afford these damn sales tax. <laughs> right, per- personal, personal property. Personal property. Yeah. Fucking body. Getting, <laughs> body getting fucking chalked by personal property taxes. Uh, Jesus. I'm going to show up to the DMV Unreal. and be like, just give me the temp tags. I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, but, you know, en- enough about that, Chris. I, you know, I'm I'm parched, Chris. I'm ready to celebrate. It's Cinco de Mayo tomorrow, mm. man. That's right. That's right. So, Cody, with the holiday looming just on the uh, on the horizon, I got to know. And the people at home need to know what you're drinking. Well, Chris, unfortunately, I don't have a crack. Because um, I already opened the bottle, but I will pour myself some more of this 1800, the ultimate margarita. Ooh. Uh, just, you know, original lime flavor. Uh, 9.95% alcohol? Love that. You're going to ask for no salt like a chili's and then just get that fucking thing covered in salt. Yeah. I, it's like the worst. It's, it, dude, it always happens to me. Like, I'll go to, like, you know, the local Mexican spot and, like, mm-hmm. I'll always ask for no salt. And it's like, they're like, nice fucking try. Here's the most salt you've ever had. <laughs> Sucker, it is free salt Thursday. Fucking get you some. Yeah, so uh, no salt That's on my so rim fun. here. Um, but yeah, just doing the 1800 pre-made. Uh, I think it's it's pretty much my go-to. You know, it's a little bit more expensive mm-hmm. than the Jose Cuervo pre-made, but, it, you know, it's quality. So. Yeah, it's delicious. That's all that I matters. Mind. Little little Cinco de Mayo pre-game, Chris, because Cinco de Mayo really is like... In my opinion, it's yeah. like it's like the kickoff show to the summer. Like summer's right, o- almost yes. here. 
and you know we're starting things off with a bang on Cinco. So uh, that's right. Hell yeah! I will be celebrating in full uh, tomorrow. And uh, yeah, perfect. That's what I'm enjoying—a nice margarita. Now, Chris, I know you got you got something festive over there as well that you're you're having to drink. So please tell that's the people. Right. I heard oh, crack. It's crack. Yep. So what we are sipping on today, Cody, between taking these fucking natty lights to the face, you know me, man. I just love that classic cerveza style beer, which is literally just nothing but a German lager. But you, you know me. I love my Modellos, my Dos Equis, my Coronas. But I'm just sipping on a Tecate, Cody, with a wedge of... Let me, uh, let me stuff that fucking lime in there. Hold on. You got about half a lime ready to go. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know it, brother. But that's what I am sipping on, my friend. It's an iced cold tecate. Chris, you know what? I think uh-huh. that actually makes me think, Chris. I think we need to, all liquor uh-huh. stores need to have a, like a, a small little produce section of just like lemons and limes. I, I think yeah, you know, lemons, limes, oranges. Or like, the, yeah. they, sometimes they carry like the maraschino cherries. Like, there's no reason they can't, like, lemons, limes, oranges, and cherries would be, like, they would be the one-stop shop. I, Cody, you're a goddamn genius. You need to to (laughs) jump on that. (laughs) Chris, you know, it just, there's money to be made there, guys. Like There is. Because there's nothing worse than, like, picking up, because I almost thought about a case of Coronas the other, like, a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago, and I was like, oh, but then I got to go to Walmart to get the limes, so I should just, I might as well just get the Coronas over at Walmart now, and it's like. Mm-hmm. But I want to support the local business, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's get yeah. some, we need to get some limes, and I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, let's, let's work out. The, let's work out the numbers here." <laughs> exactly. How much would it cost to buy? Now, granted, it, I, but here's the thing, right? You would think that buying a case of oranges, because I want. I mean, again, I'm so out of touch with the price of what a fucking case of oranges would cost. Um, yeah, no, but I, I can't <laughs> imagine it'd be more than like. 60 bucks for a, a case of like sun-kissed oranges uh, a case of limes is probably like 20 to 30 bucks again i don't know i am why i am so out of touch the last time i looked at an invoice with a case of produce on it was in the before times uh, like 2017 was the last time i stared at an invoice with some produce on it um so it could be still about the same because if you think of the markup at the store but anyway i don't want to go down that rabbit hole <laughs> but like a, a liquor store could buy a case and you would think that maybe they would go bad but i think just because you have them there all you got to do is just build a little display in the liquor store and bam people will buy them yeah i mean when it gets hot they put the frozen display up with the dailies you know those like pre-made like they're basically popsicles for alcoholics mm-hmm. <laughs> and i mean they My give me every, they're like three two three bucks i'm like hell yeah give me a couple of those <laughs> like, i'll take those but if there's limes there i'm gonna be like oh you know maybe i maybe i'll i got natty light at home i don't need another case you know <laughs> i'll grab That's myself right. a case of the coronas um you know, chris, put a lime then, in the natty light you can church it up well and then chris you know to go back to what we talked about before you use that profit to pay your personal property tax. It, everybody wins, you know. You're a goddamn <laughs> genius. Cody Snodgrass for mayor. Chris, we're opening up the Garage Gang liquor store. Now serving, oh, now serving limes and oranges. <laughs> Brother, sign me up. I will see you there. Ah, uh, man. But, you know, enough tangents about liquor stores and taxes. Uh, Chris, let's, let's dive into some Alita Battle Angel. Yeah, so let's do a real quick tale of the tape here. Alita Battle Angel released on January 31st, 
2019, well, February 14 in the States, but its initial release was January 31st, Valentine's Day. It was a Valentine's Day release. Um, directed by Robert Rodriguez. Um, very much a household name if you're into, like, uh, you know, Desperado, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, uh, the amazing movie, fucking From Dusk Till Dawn, Sin City. Yeah, I, I mean, hell, brother, he even did your favorite movie, Cody, The Adventures <laughs> of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I, I knew you were going to mention that, Chris. Uh, no, That's right. No, you did brush past Spy Kids, which I'm a little upset about, yeah. but, you know, I'll get over oh, it. I apologize. I apologize. So, I mean, he's, you know, well-named actor, director. And also, we got some big produ- you know, producers on here, James Cameron and John Landau, uh, but, you know, both of which, <laughs> John and John Landau. Who they both work pretty much on the same. They're 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 a kind of a tandem group. They're both were on Titanic. They both did you know Avatar. Um, I want to say are, these guys are the tag team champions of being billionaires. Dude, like that's brother. <laughs> they are. They have like the fucking lifetime. And then I want to say, um, God, yeah. What else did he do? Um, he also. I want to say he also did. Uh, yeah, like literally. If you look at his, yeah, pretty much Titanic and than Avatar. Like, he has just been his fucking... He has been the mystery partner for James Cameron since then, and has just stayed on the team. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't leave that team if I was a part of it, Chris. I'd be like, uh, this guy's, mm-hmm. this guy's right. raking in, like, a billion dollars every couple of years, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna work yeah, with him. Yeah, and James Cameron was a writer on this, uh, for this, uh, on this script as well, so... So you've got some big Hollywood names attached to this movie, so Cody... What could go wrong, right? That's true, Chris. Uh, and one, one more. I didn't even realize Robert Rodriguez also was the director of The Faculty, which is definitely my favorite. Oh, yeah, I love that movie. Great horror, like, alien movie. And what a even, for- what a stacked cast. You know, we're, we're, talk- we're going to talk about fucking, a stacked cast here, but The Faculty yeah, was, fucking, like, fucking was insane. It? Usher, Elijah Wood, fucking Josh Hartnett. Uh, the fucking uh, Jordana God, Brewster much, from Fast and the Furious. Jordana <laughs> Brewster. It was um, uh, watching Clea Duvall, who was in a bunch of shit. Like pretty much, it was a, a teens gallery of like '90s actors and actresses. And then like the like the the actual like Robert Patrick, who was the football coach. Yeah, John so, Stewart, <laughs> like John Stewart. Yeah, he played the fucking uh, like biology professor. He was like the first one to go. Chris, so, I, if you haven't I, seen the Faculty. Yeah, I was going to say, not to go on, you know, we've gone on a few tangents already, but I watched it, like, last year, I think, I rewatched The Faculty, mm-hmm. and I was like, jeez, good. like, like to pay for these actors and actresses these days, like, you're going to mm-hmm. you're gonna need James Cameron on board, probably, um, but, you know, uh, yeah, another another incredible movie, but yeah, um, you said what in could, this movie, Cody, yeah, you said what no, could no, go no, wrong with this, say. Chris, and I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's anything wrong, really, nothing, no. Yeah, nothing. Because again, they have another just fucking A-list badass cast starring Christoph Waltz. Who, I mean, I, I feel like this guy does. I mean, at least I don't know so much anymore. But this guy didn't get out of bed for like anything that wasn't going to be like a fucking banger, right? Is he uh, Jennifer? The Con- He's the doctor, right? Yeah, he plays. He plays Doctor Ito, and obviously, he you know, you know, he great roles in fucking uh, Inglorious Bastards, uh, Django Unchained, just to name like two of his like more popular movies. Um, Jesus Christ! I mean, what else did he do? He got. Uh, let's see here. Um, trying to think of what else he's done. So fucking well, Jesus Christ! Where, where to begin? 
Let's see, let's see, let's you, see. You've already named like two what? like top one hundred yeah. movies of all time. <laughs> yeah, wow. He was actually he was actually in Green Hornet too. That's really wild. Uh Water for Elephants, which I actually really like that movie. I'm I'm kind of a let's see here. Spectre. Oh fucking Spectre. He was in uh No Time to Die. Yeah, looks like Downsizing ate. Brother. What a stud. This guy only does hits, um, it seems like. Yeah. You know, half the double seven <laughs> movies he's in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you've got Jennifer Connelly, Mahershala Ali, um, who I think was probably some of the most perfect casting for Vector. Uh, Ed uh, Screen, I'm probably going to scram, I'm probably going to say his name incorrectly, but uh, I mean, this is another guy who's just in all kinds of shit. Um, You know, the the villain in Deadpool, um, he was also in um, Midway, he was in fucking... uh, Let's see. Never got a chance uh, to see Midway, but I I plan I plan to. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was in If Beale Street Could Talk. That's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, just because in a lot more shit than the transporter refueled. Get out of here. Uh, we don't talk about those, Chris. Those are those are Brother. those are blockbuster exclusives, and I mean the store, <laughs> not the. <laughs> and then uh, and then to kind of round that out, uh, Jackie Earl Haley, who um. For me, like it's he's always going to be um fucking um uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm tr- I'm pretty sure he was uh yeah he was Rorschach in uh the Watchmen he was also in Semi Pro he was in fucking uh uh Lincoln he was in RoboCop this guy was in the Dark Tower London has fallen dude like this guy like this guy is in pretty much everything y'all but you know the big movie he was in Cody was 1993 Maniac Cop Three Badge of Silence. <laughs> I can't say I've seen that one, Chris. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. just kidding. But it's a uh, Maniac Cops actually a, a great bad movie, but they just become bad bad movies in the subsequent sequels. Well, Chris, Andy was in the Bad News Bears. Speaking of bad, he well, all of them, li- literally all of them. Now those are actual. You know, I don't. I don't hate those movies. Um, but... Yeah, but every time I see this guy, I, I always think of Rorschach because uh, I, I love Watchmen. Um, so. And he plays our man Grushka, uh, Grushka, Gr- uh, fuck, Gr- yeah, Grushka. Yeah, Grushka. Yeah, the big. Well, I would say the big bad of this one. Grushka definitely yeah. has a. a Which, much- by the fucking way, dude, I love that he calls her little flea in this one instead of baby. Oh my God. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, you know, I I don't know if we I don't know if we put a spoilers ahead, but spoilers ahead. Um, not yeah. that that's a spoiler or anything, but the fact that he calls her flea instead of baby sounds so much better. Literally, like infinitely better than baby like it was just baby. fucking weird and like you know chris i'm sure there's some like basement dweller that's mad about that part um but you know we don't care you know it, it just sounds yeah, so much better <laughs> like it just rolls off the tongue man he's he can he just i don't know man like again the cast just nails every fucking character in this it's just done so well yeah, and not only the cast. Um, obviously, when you have James Cameron, when you have John Lando, um, you're getting the, a story. The fucking well, I, I was gonna talk about just the CGI is just fucking. Oh, this I movie's mean, it's beautiful. Like, it's like watching yeah. Chris. I didn't even I, I I so I didn't look at like the tail of the tape. I wasn't really paying attention to like any uh-huh. opening credits or anything because the movie kind of just uh-huh. starts off and just goes. And like halfway through it, I was like. This movie looks way too fucking good. Like, what's like? 
I'm like, this looks like Avatar. And I literally, that's when I found out that James Cameron was behind it. I was like, oh, okay. Well, (laughs) there's the, (laughs) here's your sign. (laughs) I was like, that's why it looks so damn good. Like, of course it looks like Avatar. The guy fucking made that, so. Um, That's right. Yeah, so the, like, the the CGI, the cinematic, I mean, it just, the movie just looks fucking incredible. Yeah. And it just has a great flow to it, man. And you'll, you do get a lot of the same story beats, you know, I mean, to, I guess to kind of dive right in Cody, we open up, uh, with, you know, Dr. Ito, uh, played by Christoph Waltz, you know, kind of you know rummaging through the scrapyard. Now we are, we are kind of, I don't want to say given a little bit of backstory here, but throughout the movie, we learn of like this, uh, this catastrophic war called the fall, and how Zalem is like the last of like the flying cities, right? Or the, the cities in the sky, effectively. But the movie opens as classic with Dr. Ito, you know, kind of scrounging through the scrapyard. But we actually get more stuff here. We see him like looking at parts. He finds something he wants and just he's about to leave. And he looks over and just kind of sees under some rubble. He actually finds Alita. Yep, and, and then he uh, and no, no and, and Chris, we don't get just the blink of an eye. She's alive, and here's Hugo, and let's go fight Gushika. Yeah. Like we actually get like brother, we get some like building her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get a couple of scenes of him, you know, putting her together. Um, names her Alita after his his daughter that had died, and we're going to see more about that as well. So there's uh-huh. a lot more like I don't know. It just made it feel more impactful, I guess. Um, not only yeah, that, like, and then you get like a great scene when she gets out of bed because after like he's got her put together, you know, which seemed like a very intricate process. Which I love his, you know, his assistant that he has with. Like, she had like the crazy like surgical arm mm-hmm. that could like, you know what I mean? Like so, like again, the CG in this movie is great. Like almost like they just make the cyborgs and anybody with cybernetic pieces just look so great. Um, but then we get like her waking up and like you know, kind of realizing she has legs, kind of that baby giraffe moment when she gets out of bed. And then she goes downstairs and she's meeting Dr. Ito for the first time. So we kind of, we get to see like their first interaction where she like, and we do get to see here. I want to say before she comes downstairs, we do see Dr. Ito, which is just like in the anime, he's, he's repairing somebody and the guy can't pay. He's like, I'll work some overtime. You know, there, there's an extra shift available at the factory. Um, you know, I'll work so I can pay you. And he, he's just like, man, pay me when you can. So he basically pays him an aura. He's like, my wife works at Farm 22. Here's, you know, a bag of oranges. And the nurse open, is like. Chris, he should open a liquor store. Oh I'm just saying, he's already <laughs> there. He's there. It all comes full circle. All comes full circle. And she's like, and she's even like. And like the assistants, like if they keep paying you in fruit, we're going to be working down. We're going to be out there picking them ourselves. And uh, of course, you know we have we get this great little scene where she's kind of learn. You know, he's talking to her about like her. You know, you know how are your you know your appendages? How's everything working? And then you know she takes just a fucking she just fucking jaws a bite of the orange, and she's just like bleh, like like a child would do. And he's like, well, the taste receptors are working. And he's like, you'll like this a lot better if you actually peel it. So we get these these really great, like, wholesome discovery moments. And you immediately kind of see him take on this dad role, which, again, at this point in the fucking anime, Cody, like, the credits are getting ready to roll, I feel like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we, we've already beaten Grushka. We fought the guy with the top hat. Um, 
Yeah, we got the we got the crown, save the town, and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, you definitely get some more wholesome moments. Um, eventually, uh, you know, so Alita has no memory. Eventually, we get to see some kind of snippets into that, which is cool because I I don't think we got any of that in the anime. Like, I don't think we. Like, at all. It, it was more just like an open-ended, like, well, I guess we'll never find out about her past. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And keep in mind, I don't know if this is stuff in the manga. Like, again, I'm coming from a point where I don't know anything about the primary source material. Um, I, I've, I've only seen the anime. You know, when I was a kid, I didn't realize anime was based on manga. I just thought it was all oh, this really cool cartoon. So who knows how much of that backstory is actually in the manga. So if it is, Hey, let us know. We'd love to, we'd love to find out because the backstory we get about Alita is really, really cool. Um, cause I want to say very quickly here. She does. Um, she does meet up with, uh, our friend Hugo, who I love a lot more in this movie than I liked in the anime. Just cause again, we get more development about this guy. Um, and what I want to say here is also where, where when they meet, we get to see, we, we meet the dog. The dog, Cody, the dog is in this one, too. Oh, the pup, yeah. yeah we meet oh, the pup much, much earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, suffers. So we get to see some of her. Very well, similar definitely fate. suffers the same fate. Yeah. But we do get to see, like, her, some of her reflexes because we see, like, these centurions walking through the streets. Uh, I want to say here is also where we meet Zapan for the first time, who looks really fucking cool. And Zapan is played by uh, Ed Skine, Skeen, Skern, call him what you want, call him what you feel. Um, and this, the, the way they got him looking in this looked really fucking good. Like, the CG on him was insane. Yeah, he's all he's all cyborg except for just his face, and like his, I think he's got like his little hair, because she makes a comment he's on He's got like a mohawk. Yep. Yeah. And then, like, you know, after she meets Hugo and, you know, you can kind of tell there's a little interest there. You know, Hugo, he's got his cool, like, fucking... Leather fancy, jacket and Yeah, he's got his leather jacket bike. his fancy bike. His unibike. Which, mm-hmm. um, and, and then, Chris, you know, that night we see the same kind of similar scenes. We see, like, a girl walking at night and you see, like, the mm-hmm. scythe come up and, you know, you hear her scream. So, you know, there's this murderer out on the on the streets and you see Dr. Ito Alita wakes up here and him come in and he's got like this cut yeah. on his arm very you know which also by the way I'm I'm glad you said that cuz I forgot there the way they mention that in this is so much better than how they did it in the anime cuz while they're sitting there like during the orange scene uh they talk about like um you know they they bring it up in conversation but it sounds so much more like hey just make sure you're careful out there you know this is going on not you know or you know, and they, they, they talk about it, not just somebody making a statement about a thing yeah. that nobody has any other input on, you know? Yeah, I'm so, I'm, I'm a lot glad, I'm, I'm happier that we have, um, Dr. Ito's assistant, it's, it's nurse, I, I don't know if, I don't actually know if they say her name, let me see if I can find her in the cast. They, they do, they, they do, they do say her name, and I just, I, so, I feel oh, so horrible it's, that it's I don't nurse, remember it. Nurse Gerhad is her name. Gerhad. Okay. I, I'm sure I'm but- butchering that name. Um, yeah, but much much better character than old scrunch face guy that just relays information about the plot. <laughs> yeah, just, just literally just lets us go at this breakneck speed. Because you know, after we meet Hugo Cody, because uh, we also meet uh, we also meet Doctor uh, Sheeran here, who was played by Jennifer Connelly. Um, she and which, she has the spot. Great. She has the spot on her forehead from Zalem, um, which Doctor mm-hmm. Ito doesn't. But turns out we find out later that he actually. Uh, re- mm-hmm. removed his little marking, I guess you call it. I don't even really know what to call it. 
Yeah, which is really exciting. That's that's how like Nova, like that's how I mean, you know, not to jump the gun, but that's how Nova can like get inside of people, right? With, with that little marking. Um, I, well, or can he just kind of like hijack people? I'm trying to remember if I I think that's just a, a him and Vector thing, some kind oh, of okay. him and Vector connection. Um, okay. but you know, back to Doctor Sharin, um, who is much more like involved in this story because her and Doctor Ito, which I can't, I don't think in the Correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. In the anime, they weren't like previously married and, and had a daughter. I don't. I, don't I feel like I feel like they were just an item. I don't know if they had. And, and again, unless that was something that's in the manga, but they just glossed over it in the anime. Yeah. Because yeah, here they had. You know, they Alita was their child. Yeah. Which yeah. clearly, like her dying, is kind of what seemed what broke them apart. You know. Yeah, and Shirin notices that Alita's body, because Alita's body doesn't look like you know your standard cyborg. There's like. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like, like a, like like a super, teenage girl. Well, and I, I just mean like the design on the arms is very like delicate. Oh yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. Personally mm-hmm. designed, and she obviously recognizes that body because um, mm-hmm. they're, we we come to find out that their daughter had some disease, and so they were making her like the cyborg body so she'd be able to you know walk and you know function mm-hmm. and do all, do all of the regular stuff. But obviously, she passed before that. Um, yep. It's cool because it seemed like in the anime, him and Shirin were just like old colleagues that, and she was trying to get convince him to work with him again. So I, li- yep. I like how she's much more like personally involved in this. Yep, and we do get some better fatherly moments with Ido because that same day um, or later on, um, after you know he she meets Hugo and meets Doctor Shirin, uh, Hugo introduces Alita to Motorball, which is. Basically, the the rollerball equivalent. If you ever seen the movie, the James Conn classic roller rollerball, or the the reboot with Chris Klein and LL Cool J. But this is what replaces like the the gladiator, you know, one on one MMA cyber cyborg fights uh, from the anime, and I would also assume the manga. Um, but I kind of like this. It's definitely more. It means more of a sport. It gives something. You know, I, I feel like it's a little more. I don't know. It's just a better fit for this versus just like two robots fighting in like a cage, if that makes sense. Yeah. This I, this gives it more of a spectacle. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. It's it's much more of a like, like you said, a spectacle is a great word for it. Um, mm-hmm. And not only that, like it's 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 front and center in a, in a, several scenes here, um, whereas yep. the gladiator fights in the in in the anime were like. Oh, and a TV in a background and during another important scene. Like, oh, you didn't yeah. realize that robot is this robot you're fighting now? It's like, no, I didn't, because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I didn't get to it's see what here. was going on in the side TV while... <laughs> right, and here they they're, they make... I mean, you have sequences, big plot sequences of the movie that take place in the motorball arena. Um, but, you know, also just like in the anime, Hugo is definitely doing some shit on the side. He is doing some not so wholesome stuff you know they he is still involved with vector um he is still robbing cyborgs of their parts um it's not so much specifically their spines like it is in the um in the anime it's more so just various you know parts to tinker and toggle with um and again his his ultimate goal is to get to zalem which you know he confides in that and alita as their relationship starts to blossom um, but continuing to follow the, you know, the beats of the anime here, just like in the anime, um, you know, she notices, like you said before, she notices Dr. Ito come back with the cut on his arm. She notices the cut on his arm the next day while he's working. 
And so one night she decides to follow. But what I like about this one, the Cody, the, the girl that they're, that, you know, they're following, she's not some helpless damsel in distress, Cody. In fact, she is part of the gang that's trying to kill Dr. Ito, as a matter of fact. Yeah, even like got, they kind of lured him into a trap. Chris, she even somehow got her fucking face on the on the theatrical release poster. I was like, "What's she oh, doing there?" She gets clapped here, mm-hmm. um, but we get we do get yeah easy claps. But it is a, a you know it's a much better fight scene, right? Um, you still yeah, have. Like, by the way, can we say all the fights last longer than five fucking seconds in this? That is true, Chris. That is true. Um, and not to brush by it, but Chris, we also get like a a brief like the local motorball like rollerblade practice court with um brother i love the rollerblades i love the fact that they're using rollerblades yeah with hugo and then we get to see our boy tanji who is he's kind of yeah. a dick in this movie i'm not gonna lie he's a he's a total bastard. he is he's well he gets fucking just fucking laid out by he Lita parks his ass yeah yeah she she definitely shows him what's up um but you know back to the fight scene we still have grushika we still have uh, the other, other, I forget the other guy, the, the other crony that was in the anime. Yeah, then we've got this girl who was basically setting the trap. Um, and yeah, I love how yeah, Ito looks great. Like his costume looks great. He's got the fucking rocket hammer. Yeah, but in this, Chris, he's he he gets put out of commission pretty quick, and Alita has to step in, and mm-hmm. obviously she's she's kind of following him. Or actually, no, I forget, Chris. I forgot that they have the moment where it looks like Grushka is about to just swing his hammer at this chick. And Alita mm-hmm. like jumps down and says, "Stop! Like, don't do it!" <laughs> like, yeah, that's right, that's not- right. Because he's he's because look, Ito knows that it's not uh, that it's not a girl. Like, Ito, I like how like it's not like Ito's not out there to save this girl. Like, Ito, to me, it looked like Ito knew something was up. And when they turned around, she was gone. And the next thing we know, we've got Grushika, we've got the girl like right behind them, and then we got old fucking numbnuts who gets clapped too, just kind of sliding down the wall with his knife. Yeah, yeah, it it just makes it cool for like the audience members that don't know, because it makes it seem like Ito is uh-huh. leaving like leading some like second life, and he's maybe like he's the killer. Um, yeah, which I really liked how they did that. That you know, that's how he's getting money to keep the clinic open. He's just like, or he's just fucking sick and twisted, which would have been you know kind of fitting but at the same time man like i just i just love what i like the most about this fight scene is now we realize why alita can fight like she can because cody she uses the uh the combat art panzer kunst kunst panzer kunst as it was panzer kunst it says on the wiki page a lost combat art for the machine body yeah and she fucks up well grushika kind of sits back and like watches um, kind of making sure Ito doesn't fuck around. Um, while Alita just fucking just pummels the one guy, like just, just breaks his fucking face in. Then he goes toe to toe with, or Alita goes toe to toe with the cyborg chick and just handily beats her ass. But you don't think that's gonna happen. And like Rishka like grabs Ito and he's like, nah, like watch her die. Like I, again, I love Rushika's demeanor in the anime. Like he's very like calm. But like he he knows like you're you're if I'm here you're just dead right like he has this very like I'm a badass I know it I don't need to be loud and obnoxious I I really like his demeanor in this but uh Alita just fucking handles fucking handles like he fucking smashes her up against the wall like kicks her face in and which detaches her head from her body 
Um, yeah, she is. She really, is not really cool fight scene. Yeah, she is. She has left the uh, <laughs> left the movie for the <laughs> for the rest of it. Um, uh, and yeah, I think Chris, correct me if I'm. I believe this movie is rated PG thirteen. <clears throat> I could. Be I right. believe it is correct. I mean, they do. Um, I mean, they do drop a. Uh, they do drop an f bomb. I think later in yeah. the movie. Yeah, I I don't know if it was rated PG thirteen, but it's a it's a lot less like. You know, for instance, like the yeah. dog scene in the anime was like extremely bloody, or like when Alita shows up yeah, to the fight scene, she like punches the guy's head off. Like there's like yeah. the cyborgs bleed blue instead of red, so like they make it a little bit like less gory, which I think is more fitting um, as well. Yeah, you got all these cybernetic parts. I like the idea that there's like a fluid that you know, because again, when he's putting Alita together in the beginning, it's like he's doing like a blood transfusion and whatever this fluid is at the same time. Because it seems like both fluids, like blood and this fluid, kind of like run throughout the body to kind of make it work. And I like that they kind of address that, that, you know, she is, she does have organic parts too. Um, but this is, again, we get the same that Grushika retreats. Um, he, I, I like that he just kind of comes down, you know, he goes down into the sewer, which is like his, well, no, no, he loses his arm here. Yeah, he loses his arm, then he retreats. We get the brief scene where Alita hits like the big spin kick move to kick his arm off, and yep. this is where we get the first glimpse of her past life, and it's like her and a group of soldiers, like, fight. they're all fighting on the moon, like, there's not much context yeah. to it, but it's like, oh, that's mm-hmm. new, like, this is, we haven't seen this before. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and then she grabs Ito's hammer and doesn't finish Grushka off, he obviously jumps down into the sewers below. Um, mm-hmm. And again, I like as he's talking shit as he's leaving. He's like, "I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, little flea." And you too, Doctor. He like the way you hear that going out of the sewer, which I really like. But then, I guess at this point, this is where we go and we get the. This is where we find out uh, Ito's a hunter working for a uh, hunter, uh, hunter warrior working for the factory. This is how he pays for the clinic. Um, and we do get the uh, you know, she. But Alita's like, I'm, I. I, I think fighting is going to help me figure out who I am because clearly, you know, clearly there's something there. Yeah, which, um, which he does, you know, he's still obviously very against and, uh, yeah. You know, then, then Chris, say, this is where she finds out she's like a berserker, right? Like her, she was, uh, what was called a berserker. Yeah. Berserker from what was, I can't remember. Mars. Like, yeah. Like the, there's an acronym that they URM, say. The URM. The URM. URM. Yeah. <clears throat> yep, and you know we also get the story of uh, Alita, the their actual daughter, him and Doctor. Yeah, and we see that like mm-hmm. basically like a junkie who was looking for drugs. Um, not a ju- not like a a junkie junkie, but like a mm-hmm. like, like what am I trying to like a cyborg junkie, I guess. Yeah. Um, basically showed up looking for drugs and ended up killing his daughter in the process. Um, and obviously he made that body and you know um, a whole lot more of just more backstory on our two two of our main characters obviously our main and our, one of our other main um, but I, I just like how it's and, so much more expanded on like it's just infinitely better. yeah and doesn't and isn't there another body that like Alita has that, that was the berserker body which is like her proper body but Ito is like like again, he has like the, I don't want you to become a hunter. I don't want you to fight. You're too good for that. Um, yeah, that's when she. But goes, this is where that's when she goes off with uh, Hugo and the gang, and they find that yep. ship from Mars. Um, that, that's a little bit yep, down the that's line. That's right. Um, but you that's know, right. after this, we still hit 
a lot of the same story beats. We hit the same, you know, you see Dr. Sharin in bed with Vector. Um, oh, yeah. You know, they, they, they clearly just finished bumping uglies. Yeah, and then you see, you know, Grushka, he busts through the glass, and he's, like, wanting to get upgraded. And, of course, um, mm-hmm. they start upgrading Grushka. Um, and this is where we're introduced to Nova. Which is the big, big bad who is kind of face who's, who remains faceless currently? Yeah, yeah, and, and that's he's the guy that's kind of pulling the strings. Uh, mm-hmm. Like he, he's Vector's boss essentially. Um, but you know, Vector's still still saying all that all them bullshit lies, saying he's going to send everybody to Zalem. Yeah, nonsense. Um, and uh, oh. and then Chris, we get to see uh, some motorball. You know, Alita says that she wants to become a hunter warrior. Ido's very against that, so she goes and hangs out with Hugo, and Hugo takes her to the motorball fucking arena, which is she fucking loves it immediately. I mean, how can you not, Chris? It's like you said earlier; it's a spectacle, man. And you know, the CG at this point is just fucking. Oh man! I think this is the point where I was like, "Wait a minute!" I'm like, "This looks too good to like." It reminds me of like like the spectacle. Think of how like the spectacle of it and like the announcer. It reminds me of pod racing from Star Wars Episode One. Like just the, the how big the spectacle is, how excited the announcer gets. But then, like, but this is the place to go, like for Iron. And by the way, it's called Iron City um, in the movie, and that's where, like, that's where you go. That's where the the denizens go for their entertainment. They go to the motorball arena, and there's like, and throughout the movie, I don't know if we figure it out here, but I know near the end we realize that there's different leagues, and ultimately, yeah, yeah, we do learn here because uh, fucking Jai Courtney is fucking one of the motorball like, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Claymore, Claymore. That's who he is. He's like the the one who could potentially become final champion. Which you you work your way up through the different leagues until you get to the champions league, and the final champion is given the ability to go to Zalem. That's like what that's what you're striving for in the motorball league. Yep, yep. And then you know, rather than than Doctor Shirin just make Grushka this cool fancy, you know, bladed arm thing, whatever she calls that thing. We see that there's a motorball guy that's using it, and he's way too. He, you know, he's just outclassing all the other competitors, and they're like, "That's not, you know, that we're gonna go extract that." Well, not they. They don't go extract it, Chris. We see this this group of, you know, masks masked people, which we come to yeah. find out Hugo and Tanji and the gang, because Hugo says, "Hey, Alita, something's come up." Because Tanji and the gang come up to him, and they're like, "Hey, we gotta go, man." Yep. And so that's where you kind of get the. Okay, so Hugo's still up to his same stuff, still stealing parts, all that stuff. And then, of course, they take that arm from this guy, put it on Grushika. Um, it's just fully, it's just so much more expanded on, it's just so much better. Yeah, because I love that we don't figure that out, because obviously Alita does what she does in the anime. She goes and registers as a hunter-warrior, and she and Hugo go to the, I would say this is like the next big part, where they go to the Kansas Bar, which is the which is a really cool name for a bar. Where it was where all the hunter warriors hang out. Um, she actually gets into the bar, and we're introduced to a lot of the other hunters. You know, we have what's her name, fucking uh, something head. We got the dog master, who I fucking love. Uh, then we you know Zapan, who's like the guy. He just he's just kind of a dickhead. He's got the Damascus blade. Um, and Alita wants like everybody to like help. You know what I mean? Yeah, she she kind of tries to rally the troops, um, which 
Mm-hmm. Doesn't really go so well for her. Also, yeah, because they're like there's before, no bounties on yeah. anybody. And then before that, we also get the scene where her and Tanji and the gang they find that they go to the ship from Mars and they and she goes in and like body. It's not it's not like she she knows more than it's almost like it's second nature. Like she doesn't know what she's doing, but she knows how to get into the ship and gets this yep. gets this body out, um, which is like. Mm-hmm. You know the the battle armor or whatever it is for the URM. Um, but yeah, like you said, mm-hmm. then they head to Bar Kansas, which was the same name as the bar that Ido mm-hmm. took her to um, when Grushka showed up again. Which you know she tries to rally the troops upon, and I mean they all kind of pretty much just laugh at her, like not not taking. Yeah, but her then hurt. she just <laughs> yeah, she's like, all right, well, what if I just <laughs> I, I I can't remember what she says. She says like, well, then I'll fight all of you, and if I win. You'll, like you'll have to help me. Yeah, you'll have to help me or whatever she says. Um, yeah, because she, fuck, she fucks the pan up really handle. And he's like, bitch, broke my nose. She's like, yeah, I sure did. Yeah, not only like him, she's looking at everything. Yeah. She also just makes mincemeat out of these other, like, jabronis that are just in, in the yeah. building. She like, just kind of starts a bar fight. And just everybody is fucking going to town. And, like, as everybody's beating the shit out of each other, that's when, like, Ito comes in with his fucking hammer and is like, everybody stop or no more free repairs. Yeah, and they're like, oh shit. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fucking horrible. Let's, let's listen to what the doctor has to say. Fucking, yeah. uh, and when and then when he tries to get Alita to leave, that's when fucking Grusica shows up and he is he is now fully upgraded and nobody and like nobody steps up to fight him and Alita's like I, I, these aren't warriors in here. These are all just a bunch of cowards. And the guy's like, "Well, there's no bounty on him. Like, we're not going to do anything because there's no bounty on him." But then the dog steps up, and Cody here, and then like the dog's like barking at him, and he's like, and like Grushka's like, "It's funny. The only one with any courage in here." And then like the little like the little finger thing. Comes. No, no, he stabs one of the hunters first, and that's when Hugo's like, "Wait a minute." That's the fucking shit we stole off the guy, or we we plucked off the guy earlier. Yeah, which obviously uh, Alita doesn't know that yet, but Hugo he he knows. And he's like, wait a minute, yeah, yeah. Then we because get... then he kills the guy, kills the dog. Oh, Cody yeah, kills least, the at, dog. At least the dog dies. Like we just hear the yelp, which is probably worse than seeing it. Honestly. Yeah, well, um, we hear the squish <laughs> and the yelp. Uh, uh, then but, Alita gets but, into the blood and fucking puts the face paint on. But at least it's not the fucking. Like, like we saw the dog just become eviscerated. <laughs> yeah, just get absolutely like ripped to shreds, blood everywhere, yeah. guts everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. um, much more. Uh, I mean, it still sucks to lose lose a good boy like that, but you know, it happens. Absolutely. And uh, well, yeah, she. Uh, you hate to lose the goodest boy, but yeah, you know, she puts the blood under her cheeks like she did before, and uh, her and uh, her and Grushka start going at it. Well, Grushka, um, this fight ends up way different than it does in the anime. Like Grushka, like pops a hole in through the floor and basically says, you know, come to my world, which is down in the sewers. Um, yeah, and the underworld, or what I think is what yeah. he calls it. Um, and and Grushka like, fucks her up, by the way. Yeah, Grushka, yeah. There, there's no, less, a lot less spectators in this in this fight. There's no yeah. Gime or whatever that guy's name was. He's not oh, yeah. in this fight. Um, <clears throat> like it, it is a one-on-one and it's a it's a like you think Alita's gonna hit? You know she's dodging all of his little like Doc Ock tentacle things or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. And then at one point she hits a spin move and he just—I mean—he just minces her, Chris, to, to pieces. Oh man! And I was like, holy shit! Like this, this one, 
<laughs> that's not how this was supposed to go, but I mean, it's way more, you know, the stakes are a lot higher here. Um, yeah, but she doesn't give up. She's just hopping around on one hand and fucking like fucking Ginsu chops him right in the fucking face. Um, but then at that point, um, I want to say that's when like Ito and the dog master come down and all the dogs. So he, Grushka has to make a, a fast escape here. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to say we get another scene of Alita's past where she's I'm trying to remember which. Yeah. I want to say the past. Yeah. The past happens. Uh, the scene from the past happens before she like starts balancing on her arm. This is where we see like her teacher the first time or like her, her, um, I guess her squad leader or whoever it is. Yeah. And we see Nova as well. Her teacher's name is Gelda, who is actually played by Michelle uh-huh. Rodriguez, although it's. That's awesome. It, it's hard to tell that it's Michelle Rodriguez because she has the same like, like anime eyes aesthetic as Alita does. Um, yeah, that also kind of mocap face. And we get to see Nova for the first time here. I believe this is the first time, and he, mm-hmm. you know, he still got his goggles on, so we, you can't see who it is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, then then the Dog Master Hugo shows up, hits him with one of his little fire bombs, and the Dog Master guy sits six all of his little like cyborg dogs on him. Mm-hmm. Um, to get revenge for, of course, the goodest boy. Um, and, you know, then, then you know, Dr. Ido swoops in, grabs Alita, <clears throat> you know, Chirin's kind of watching. Obviously, she she's the one that made upgrades to Grushika. Um, so there's, yeah. there's, like, that rivalry between her and Ido a little bit. Um, but I, I do like that she is... Um... She definitely has more of a moral compass in this movie than you know than she than she did in the anime. You talk about Shirin. Shirin, yeah. I don't know. I think she's still kind of fucking. I think she's still just <laughs> she's a, still a bitch. She's just still a bitch. But you know, you know, <laughs> the story beats still hit the same for her too. So she's gonna get what's coming. That's um, true. And then, of course, Doctor Ido, much to his, you know. Obviously, he ne- he didn't want to put Alita back in this like URM battle armor, mm-hmm. or UHM, whatever the acronym is for. Yeah, the URM. Yeah. Um, but you know, at this point, her body is destroyed. She hasn't. He's got no other choice. So they get her back in the battle armor, and because now there's there's no chance for the enemies at this point. Like she's got. Oh yeah, she, she is powered up. She is too. She is now too strong. She is in her berserker body. And uh, if I know anything from playing video games, Cody, when you're in a berserker body, you're just you're just too strong. Yeah, and she's got like this. I think they call it plasma. Or it's some kind of weird like thing that she mm-hmm. uh, like. Doctor Ito's like he's like I don't know that technology, but if you can learn to harness it, like that'll be the good. Mm-hmm. That's the bee's knees, and it's like this blue flame that kind of cloaks over like parts of her armor. It's whenever she like chooses to use it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And while that's going on too, Cody, this is where we this is where we kind of get the the love story here with Hugo and uh, Alita, and she she's kind of like crazy girlfriend at first because you know he wants to go to Zalem. She's like, "You can have my heart. Take my heart. Like literally, take my physical heart, and you can sell it." Yeah. She's like, she's like that crazy girlfriend meme, dude. Yeah, and then and then poor Tanji, man. Tanji is like. <laughs> He's, he's almost like the third wheel. He's like when one of your boys gets a girlfriend for the first time and like you yeah. ask him to hang out and he's like, sorry, I got plans already. And he's just, he's just butthurt. And he, he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, I don't get those hard body things like people that are into cyborgs, I guess, in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Tanji's just, he's just bitter. Oh. Um, 
The, yeah, uh, Alita is definitely stage five cleaner trying to give the heart away. Um, yeah, which, and, she, know, and then, then like when he's like crazy no, foreshadowing I, there too, by the way. Um, for, all right, for later on. Yeah, and then of course you know Hugo's like no, no, like, yeah, and and then she's like, wow, that was intense, wasn't it? <laughs> you crazy bitch. <laughs> but yeah, they they have their little their little sentimental moments. And they get the kiss in the rain, you know, they get all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Because um, I think this is where Alita, obviously, like she did in the anime, she's going to use her bounties to uh, to kind of help. Because he only needs, what, like 80k to get to Zalem is what he says he needs. Um, I think in this it's like 50k or... It's not like... You know, in anime, they, they always like to do 800 billion, gazillion dollars. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> um, but yeah, she basically is like saying she's going to use her bounties to help get him to Zalem. Um, we don't get like the interrupted mm-hmm. fight scene with Zapan and them, like we did in the anime or Gime. I don't, I don't know why there's two characters in the anime. There's Gime and Zapan, and they should have only had it be one. Chris, which in the yeah. fucking live action, they uh, that was the one thing I said last week's episode. I was like, I hope they mm-hmm. make them one character because it's way too confusing. And sure as shit, they're like, yeah, let's let's get rid of Gime. Let's just do Zapan. Like, perfect. Thanks, guys. Yeah. James, thanks, James Cameron. James Cameron's been listening to Shonen and Suds from the future because that's right. Thanks, Jim. I mean, he's a billionaire; he can do that. So that's right. That's uh, right. But then, Chris, we get our first scene where, like, I think this is the first scene where Nova takes over Vector, and he's talking to yeah, he's talking with uh, Grushika, and you see, mm-hmm. like, you can tell when Nova's in control of him because his eyes turn blue, um, which like, I thought was really cool. He's like, "You have failed me," and you know, he's telling him all this stuff, but. It, I think it's a neat little, neat little add-in because then, of course, we go to the scene from the anime where, you know, they're they're sharing some drinks. He's talking with uh, Hugo, and you know, he's telling him the same bullshit that he tells Sharon. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna send him to Zolom," you know. Uh-huh. And they just fucking eat it up, like. like yeah, and I want to say in this one, he 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 says he he wants to like get Alita to do the Powerball or the Motorball, and he wants Hugo to like. And tell her she should do the motor, the motorball. Yeah, kind of just like you know, nudge her along. Um, yeah, to get that money, and then and then she does. She goes to the tryout because um, while she goes to the tryout, Hugo, and uh, I want to say like he has, he goes and has the heart to heart with Tanji that you know he wants to. He's out of getting out of the game, Cody. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, she she goes to the tryout, um, which of course, you know, fucking Sheeran and. And, uh... Fuck, what's his name, Chris? Herschel Ali's uh, character. Oh, Vector, it's Vector. Vector, thank you. I was like, yeah. it's a V name. Um, Of course, they, they have... The game, the tryout that she's participating in is just them telling all of the other competitors who are also warrior hunters, hey, 500k if you kill her. Um, And Ido yeah. being in the crowds fucking calling in Alita. And I, and I like this part of the anime, or uh, of the live mm-hmm. action is, you know, there's not, like, self... Like, she doesn't have a cell phone on her. It's all built in, so, like, she can... If Hugo yep. calls her, she can just, like, tap. And, like, she just has it all yeah, built in. What, I think that's cool. And I like how they did it, too, because, like, he's, Ito's in the stands, and he's like, well, they're not trainees. They're fucking hunters. Yeah, they're hunter warriors or criminals with, like, million-dollar bounties on their head. Like, he, he, he knows what's going on. Um... Chris, did I lose you? Oh no! I think we lost Chris, boys. 
We'll come back eventually. Oh, are you there? I, I think I lost you for a second. Oh, he's back. He's back. We're back. Yep. That's right. I'm uh, back. I pressed, I pressed the wrong button. Oh, you're good. Uh, I, we, we, did you hear everything I said already? No, I completely. I, all I heard, last thing I heard was you liked how all the tech was built in. I was saying I like how uh, how uh, Doctor Ito was looking around and like noticed. Oh man, those aren't those aren't competitors. Those aren't practice squad. They're they're fucking hunters. They're hunter warriors. Why are they down there? Okay, so and that's what he, he realizes that it's a trap. Yeah, not only are there hunter warriors, there's also just criminals like are, are also down. There. Yeah. Um, so he's like they, they've all got bounty marks on them. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. Um and then so we we get the cool we we have two scenes kind of going simultaneously here. We get the action pack uh-huh. motorball scene where Alita is just fucking kicking ass and taking names. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh we also Hugo have, and Tanji yeah, get uh Hugo, some face to face with Japan. Yeah, Hugo pulls up to Tanji and the gang and he's like, Look, I'm out. I'm done doing this, like, I'm out, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, Zapan shows up. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, fucking... <laughs> we we get, uh... Poor Tanji, man, you know, he's a dickhead in this movie, but I don't know if he deserved to get cut in half like that. <laughs> no, yeah, Zapan fucking let him have it. Yeah, And, he, and, and then we get the scene with, like, the fire as well. Yeah, where, yeah, Hugo hits him with the fire, he, he ends up getting stabbed, and then it's the big chase scene where Zapan's just following mm-hmm. Hugo. Um... And, you know, while Alita, you know, Alita's still in this motorball competition, she gets the call from Hugo. He's saying that Zapan's chasing him, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll be there. Like, I'll, I'll just finish, just... wrap up my motorball game and fucking ends up, like, jumping out of the arena with it the other... Plows through the scoreboard. Yeah, dude, it's, it's a really cool scene. Obviously, like, talking, we can't do it justice because the CGI is just no, incredible. Just she's beautiful. Like, she's rollerblading through the rooftops and fucking... Uh, well, see, Cody, at this point, it's not rollerblading anymore. It's actually called aggressive inline oh, at this point. Oh, how dare I? How dare I? Yes, Chris. Uh, and, you know, she eventually takes care of the goons that are chasing her. We get one that gets thrown into the grinder thing, which is cool. Oh, yeah. Um... And then uh, eventually she catches up with Hugo and and uh, and Japan and Japan, yeah. Uh, and I think Japan has now put out the, the official bounty on Hugo, and you know they've got like these bullshit. One is Yeah, they got these bullshit like hunter warrior rules where you know you can't interfere with another person's bounty or something. Um, uh-huh. And she she eventually like confronts Japan, and Japan's like, "All right, well then." If he's yours, make the kill. Like kill, kill him. him. Yeah. yeah. You know they sit there talking for a little bit. Zapan ends up fatally stabbing Hugo uh, with his oh, with his fancy blade. Damascus blade. Yeah. Now, of course, Alita takes Hugo into like whatever that building, like the church or whatever there is. Um, yep. Shirin still like tailing them like she was in the anime. Mm-hmm. And you know he. And- but lies to Vector and says that she didn't find them. She just missed them. Yeah, yeah. She she does her her one good deed before you know. She gets before she meets her fate. Yeah, and of course she does the same little like transplant thing where she hooks up Alita's heart to Hugo. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's the big foreshadowing er- earlier. Um, but she yep. you know, she has her good guy moment finally after you know sleeping with the enemy. Yep. Um, but then we then we get we get to see Zapan fucking get his. 
Oh, he gets his bad, Chris. Yeah, because Alita oh, walks boy. out. She's got the head of Hugo. Zapan looks and see mm-hmm. he sees the fucking the wires are connected. She's Shirin. He's like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, wait a minute. She fucking Chris. She grabs his blade and fucking chops his fucking face off. His whole fucking like like fucking John Travolta and Nick Cage brother just which, face. Which throughout throughout oh. yeah. <laughs> Throughout the fucking show, she's been making fun of his face and his haircut, saying that that's what uh-huh. he spends his money on. And when he gets his fucking face chopped off, I was like, hell yeah. Like, he's just... Oh, she, he's like, my fucking face? He just, he just fucking loses his mind. It was such a great scene, and she does it like lightning quick, too. Yep. But she takes his fucking blade, too. She takes his fucking Damascus blade. Yeah. yeah she had but what get... you knew was going to happen, too, because when he, when, he, when he showed it to her in the bar earlier, she was like... You're not worthy of such a weapon. Yeah, because it's also like a URM. Like, it's from, like, the old times. Um, yeah. <laughs> like more lost technology. And, of course, you know, then Dr. Ito puts Hugo on a, on the robot body. All that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, we see the Vector and Shirin scene. And she's like, I can't do this anymore. He's like, all right, well, it's time for me to send you to Zolom then. Yep. And she's like, what yep. I want isn't up there. Um, and she actually like walks out, which is a little bit different from the anime. Um, mm-hmm. She still meets the same fate. She still gets put in jars. Um, yep. <laughs> she gets fucking jarred up. Yeah, and then, of course, Alita uh, is on... Basically, she goes to fight Vector, or to see Vector, mm-hmm. uh, rather than Dr. Ito. Um, mm-hmm. Not only that, Chris, Vector in this in this movie is... He's like in the same building where you you turn in your bounties to be a hunter warrior and all that stuff. Yep. So she goes in the in factory, there. yeah. Yeah, the factory, that's what it's called, yeah. And she goes in there and fucks up all the fucking centurions. They're, they're like, I sense hostile intent. I sense hostile intent. Oh, oh yeah. Because she fucking blasts all those fucking centurions. Yeah, so we just get extra like fight scenes thrown in, which I thought was super cool. Um, yeah. And then she breaks through the glass to chases after Vector. Oh. Um. And he, he's like, and then of course he says his cheesy ass. I always keep my promises. Hits the fucking button on the, on what on the case. And he's like, I, I said to Doctor Shirin, she would always go to Salem, and it's just like her, her fucking brain and her eyes and like her heart. Um, but then, he, but then he says that that's the only way you go to Vector. I'm sorry, that's the only way you go to Salem mm-hmm. is your is by body parts to be used in uh, Nova's experiments. That's the only way. Otherwise, you don't get to leave Iron City. Like, you're stuck there. So, which we already knew that he was already blowing smoke up people's asses. But I like that they kind of explain that it's it's a you know it's a one way ticket. Like you're you're you don't realize you're going to Zalem because you're fucking dead when you get there. Yeah. And then <clears throat> and then of course you know rather than throw in an additional cyborg robot here. Um, it's just Grushika back. Um, mm-hmm. Which I, th- I think is... Oh. Like, it, it's just so much better eliminating the, the unnecessary characters and expanding on the good characters that they had from the anime. Like, yep. It's just fantastic. So Grushka, he, he stabs through Alita. Um, and then Alita, we get another flashback from Alita's past, Chris. And it's actually mm-hmm. her and her, her crew they are on like the, the tubes or the pipes that lead up to Zalem. And mm-hmm. we see the defense, they're, they're called the defense rings coming down, and like, which obviously we know that plays a major factor. Um, and they shoot and destroy mm-hmm. some of the defense rings, it takes out some of their soldiers, all this stuff. Um, 
But it's just interesting to see, like, so Alita definitely participated in this, the fall. She was known as number 99, which she, that's like her, yep. her motorball name as well. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. It's just cool to see, like, more of her past. Um, and then of Yeah, course, I agree. And then, of course, she fucking just, she does her little blue glow energy thing all over the Damascus blade and just fucking. Yeah, she's got she's got the Doctor Isaac Clark level three armor, you know. Before we go, so yeah, she's uh, it's just not even close. Yeah, slices Grushka in half once again, um, mm-hmm. and then turns the blade on Vector. Nova kind of comes now taking over. Yep. Yeah, Nova kind of comes through. Um, you know, she's like she like stabs him through, and she's like, "Well, you just lost a puppet," and Nova's like, "I don't give a fuck." Yeah. Um. But you know, he, he's still—it's still like a very like, you know—he's just saying like mm. the bad guy stuff, like the typical bad guy stuff. Like, um, mm-hmm. but she takes him out. He's like, I'll kill everybody. You know, the whole uh, I know where everybody is. Hugo, Doctor Ito, uh, I, I will find them all. Like, I know where they're at. They're they You know, it's only a matter of time before I kill them, or you can just come to Zalem. You know what I mean? Like, he's, it's almost like he—it's almost like he's giving her like a choice. But uh, it's a it's a no go. Yeah, and so you know, obviously she plans to to take on Nova at some point, but then she gets the call from Ido saying that Hugo, you know, escaped and now he's climbing the fucking pipes. Yeah, because because uh, Nova sent people after him and he had to escape or some shit like that. That's right. Yeah, it's 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 much better explained uh, rather than yeah. in the anime where it's like, Hugo, what the fuck are you doing, brother? <laughs> like, uh-huh. Or how did they even? Like, Hugo just randomly escaped when, like, Alita was at there at the time because Ito was the one that went to Vector. Like, it's just so much better told in this movie. Yes. Um. Now, we get the same, you know, the same emotional scene where Alita says, you know, we can do this together, we can run away together, blah, blah, blah. The defense ring comes down, fucks up Hugo. Yeah, because I think we... Oh, Chris, I lost you again. I heard a snap. <laughs> I'm here. I'm back. here. He's I'm back. here. Okay. I, I heard. I don't, you know, say, I don't know what was going on. I heard you say. I, I think we see. And we're just... yeah, because we see a hand like go across like a keyboard, which we assume this has got to be Nova who activates the defense ring. Yeah, which uh, again, much better explained than just oh, every couple seconds There's the defense a random ring. ring come, yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, Nova. It's definitely Nova that's behind the fucking defense ring. Uh-huh. Activation. Um, I'm I'm still not a big fan of this scene, and you know it, it it's probably part of the manga, part of the anime, and all that stuff. But I I just think it's so dumb the way that Hugo just like, oh, I'll just climb the pipe, I guess. Yeah, jump this like, thing, and like, the, he he doesn't even get close to clearing this thing. Like it's not like the pipe goes. <laughs> like you're better off climbing the inside of the pipe. <laughs> the outside's just gonna yes. connect. Like. <laughs> yeah, why don't you just like dig a hole, like put a hole in the pipe and just go through the yeah, pipe? Like maybe, that seems maybe, to be the easiest thing to do. Maybe it's just common sense, you know, coming through when I'm when I'm talking about this, but like it just seems like such a stupid fucking idea. But yeah, that's Hugo, and of course his his arm <laughs> breaks the same way and he falls and you know all that stuff. Yeah, but she hits him with the I, she hits him with the I love you. She actually says it as he falls to his death. Yeah. Um, and then, and then cut to a few months later. Yeah, we fast forward a little bit. Alita's got her her super fancy fucking rollerball armor. She's 
taking on, I think, the Champions League at this point. Yeah. Where she's at. Um, and, you know, Chris, she's, she, she's the fan favorite, Chris. She's fucking <laughs> Dolph Ziggler cashing in the money in the bank <laughs> on Monday Night Raw. She is like... She's going to show the world, man. She's going to show the world, Chris. <laughs> and AJ Lee. Um, <laughs> Got him. I'll think he watches. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> and then she calls her shot like she fucking Babe Ruth points up to Zalem. Yeah. You know, like, I'm coming for you. It's with the book of T. Hulk Hogan. I'm coming for you. <laughs> yeah. And we see Nova finally take off his glasses. The crowd's mm-hmm. going wild. And Nova turns out to be Edward Norton. Um, My God, that's Ed Norton's music. I literally, I was like, is that Ed Norton? I'm pretty sure that's Ed Norton. I'm like, I'll check the wiki afterwards. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure as shit. And, you know, so it very leaves it open for a, a sequel. Um, yeah, and then... Dial up the credits in a Dua Lipa song, and we are, we are, we have got a Hollywood blockbuster on our hands, Cody. That is right, Chris, but man, like, ah, just such a better movie. So much better than the anime. Like, if we had an an Alita Battle Angel rankings, this is number one, and the anime is number two, which is the first time ever. The first time ever. Um, It is a first here on Shonen and Subs that the live action has has, uh, proven to be better than the source material. And Chris, it seems like, like, the majority of people, I'm sure there's like like we said, there's some some basement dwellers, you know, covered in Cheetos crumbs that are like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're 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 still mad about Faye Valentine, you know, wearing uh-huh. wearing some clothes in the live action. They're like, oh my god, like, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, that's another story. Um, Right, but it seems like this is the general like number one live action yeah. an- and a manga, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. adaptation. Like I, I, I went to, I went through a couple of different like you know top fifteen, top ten, top twenties, um, mm-hmm. from some sites that are you know questionable and some sites that are <laughs> reputable. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And it seemed like Alita was like number one. I know I've heard we've heard a lot of good things about the Roroni Kenshin films as well. Mm-hmm. Um. But until we cover those, this is this is number one. Yeah, this is yeah. Like we can just go right to the rankings, brother. Like yeah, I, I think it's pretty unanimous that this is um, both of our new number one on our live action list. Yeah, and I mean, granted, again, like you know, sure, if Parasite got you know the the two hundred million dollar budget, I'm sure it would be right. But the Parasite movies are fine. Uh, you know, Parasite, yeah. much like Alita: Battle Angel expanded on certain parts and cut out the bullshit characters. Like, we didn't have yeah. fucking the chin the guy. Fucking chin or, guy. <laughs> whatever the fuck his name was. That fucking guy. That, he just yeah, ruined... He literally just ruined the second half of Parasite the anime. Um, yeah. And not... And like, not, why the fuck was that guy there? We will, we'll, we'll stand by that. <laughs> like, if you like the yeah. chin guy in Parasite... Hey, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you like... Yeah. You, you're making a mistake. Um, Big but, time. But... You know, Parasite got rid of the bullshit characters. They expanded more on, like, the kid and his mom, and, you know... Like, I, I can't remember everything about Parasite, because it's been... It's been over a year since we watched it, but... Uh, Parasite, unfortunately... Oh, had the smooth bar and b ending theme. I remember that. Yeah, which that... That still will be number one on the on the rankings, actually. <laughs> Absolutely. As far as, as the ending themes. Um, but yeah, I mean, this this movie was just... It was great, man. Like, very enjoyable. Like, this is a movie you don't have to know the source material to enjoy, I don't think. Like, it's not like... 
I agree. I agree. It definitely does a good job of standing on its own. Absolutely, it does. Which, I mean, even if you just watch the original anime, you're like, why is everything moving so fast? Like, why don't I know anything about yeah. these people? What? Oh, oh what's over Almost here? too fast. No, it's, it's just... Not even almost, Chris. It, it just is... It's too fast. Um, yeah. Whereas yeah, this, absolutely. Just, it got more time. It, obviously, we, we double the runtime, like we mentioned last week and this week. Um, it was perfectly paced. Like it, I, I, it was just a solid, solid movie. Like call it what I mean. Just no matter how you slice it, like this was a just a solid flick to watch. Yeah, and I mean, I'm I'm excited for you know when this sequel comes out. You know, I'll go see it in theaters. Like, um, yeah, I'll, I will be there in theaters to watch it. Absolutely. Because you know, I don't you know I don't know the the story beyond that point. I don't know if the manga, like we said, we we don't read the manga for this. Um, I don't know if the manga expands. I'm sure, I, I think there's more Alita mangas and things like that. I don't think it just ends with him, you yeah. know, with the balloon with Hugo and her earring. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I, I almost now want to read the manga just to see. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder how you know what things are different, what things are the same. Um, mm. I, I mean, I know the anime was, you know, <laughs> they just squished as much as they could into that, but. Um, I'm excited for what comes next because you know it's 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 stuff I don't know. So I'm, I'm yeah, I'm in. I'm in, uh, and, dude. I'm and like I'm, a '90s hacker brother, I am in. And I mean, I, I mentioned it earlier. Like the ending of this is much more exciting than just oh Hugo mm-hmm. fell. Oh here's a balloon. Here's her earring. Here's his, here's his fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. Fly it away credits. Like there's. There's more to the it story. It sets to be us told. up. Yeah, it sets us up for the next one, which I can't wait to see. Um, but with that being said, Cody, speaking of next ones, what's uh what's coming down the pipe for us here at Shonen and Suds? Well, Chris, uh, you know we, we we've enjoyed the high life of you know these movies back to back to back. Um, mm-hmm. Now we got to watch some. We're, we're going back, Chris. We're going to My Hero Academia season. Oh yes, season six. six. Yeah, which is not. And, it's more of a treat. It's not like it's a bad thing. <laughs> I'm really excited yeah, to actually watch it. <laughs> there's some there's some great moments in this. There's some high highs, some sad lows, and um, you know, there's some 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 returns of favorites. It's it's just a great Cody. It is a great season. Season six is fantastic, and it is it is action packed, Cody. I know you love the action in these type of animes. Well, guess what? Season six is fucking when when I say we pick up right where we left off and things are fucking things are getting hot, hot things are Cody we come in loaded we are locked loaded and just ready to beat some ass in season six so yeah. I can't wait I can't wait to hear what you think about it no, I'm I'm definitely excited now there is 25 episodes do we want to do yep. 12 or 13 on the first stretch let's do 13 first and then 12 because I think there is a logical like like in the halfway mark, there's a good point. Just be like, oh, I was saying, shit. At thirteen, Let's is, stop and talk about episode it. Episode thirteen is called final performance, so I feel like that might matter. That sounds important. Um, but you know, we'll find. Uh, I'll find out. I'll find yeah, out. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we're gonna, that's, we're going um, to do thirteen. We'll do thirteen. Yeah, thirteen's perfect. Yeah, thirteen is perfect. Yeah. So if you guys and then we'll watch the next twelve. If you guys haven't caught up on my hero, now is your chance. Get caught up at least on the first thirteen episodes. Um, I believe it's on. I know it's on Funimation and, and uh, Hulu, and it's on Hulu. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yep. Um, obviously, we'll be watching the dub because 
my hero dub is superior to the subbed. Yeah, and, I agree. Uh, I agree. And, and if you disagree, um, there's other anime podcasts out there. So. Yeah, then you, you can go back watching your your anime Alita Battle Angel. That's right. They're not opening no liquor store selling produce, so. Uh, that's right. They don't have oranges in your liquor store. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, but man, I'm really excited for my hero. I hope, you know, Chris, the only thing I ask for and I pray for mm-hmm. um our Lord and Savior, All Might, um, mm-hmm. is that we get at least one rainbow, one rainbow laser light, fucking Detroit, some kind of smash. I don't care which, you know, pick a city. I hope we get some laser That's lights. Right. If we don't get Brother, some laser we get, lights, we get some great, we get some great stuff in this season. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm glad the spoilers have left TikTok because I had to dodge some my hero spoilers for, for a yeah. good month or two there for a minute. Um, but yeah, I'm, this I'm season brought a tear to my eye for two for 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 happy and sad. Good, I'm I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, yeah. So bring your bring your laser lights to the next uh, episode of Shonen and Suds, buddy. Oh, that, brother, Chris, that's all I got, man. I'm gonna finish up this margarita and go get another one. <laughs> and then I'm gonna wake up tomorrow. We're gonna day drink because we got a, our buddy Austin. It's his his birthday mm-hmm. was yesterday. We always celebrated on mm-hmm. Cinco, so we're it's gonna be a big weekend of drinking. And when I sober Beautiful. up, I get to watch my hero. So it's just a, just a fucking win-win. It's a win-win. It is a win-win, Chris. Yeah, um, yeah that's that's all I got for this episode of uh, Shonen and Suds. Anything you got before we wrap this thing up? Nah, brother. I am ready to just dive right into some more my hero, man. It's been it's been too long. It feels like it's been it, it has been too long, Chris. I can't wait. I'll probably start watching it tonight, to be honest. Um, same, same. Is the intro a bop? Do we know? Is the intro a bop? Uh, the intro is a bop. The intro is a bop and the outro is a bop. Okay. Solid. It is another It's another banger. Love that. All right, guys. Well, like I said, episode 13 of My Hero Season 6 is where we will cover up to next week. Uh-huh. Um, and then we will uh, also announce a poll next week. So, Yes. Yeah, we're going to need one of those. We've got to figure that shit out, don't we? Yeah, we'll probably do a movie poll because we'll do two weeks of My Hero uh-huh. and then a movie and then whatever comes yeah, next. No. So, yeah. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll figure out our poll options. We'll let you guys know next week. Poll will go up next week, and uh, we will see you then. So, guys, I am Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams. And thank you, as always, for hanging out with us.